You're listening to Public Safety First, a podcast to help you learn about the First Responder Network Authority and how you can be part of the future of public safety technology. And now, your host. I'm Lisa Dixon, Director of Field Operations for FirstNet North Central Region, and I lead the emergency management focus within FirstNet. And today I'm here in Texas City, Texas, with Tom Yunez, the Emergency Management Coordinator and Homeland Security Director for the City of Texas City. Also with Robert Turner, Information Technology Director for the City of Texas City, and Mike Matranga, the Executive Director of Security for the Texas City Independent School District. Texas City has adopted FirstNet across a wide range of departments and functions in order to assure a coordinated communications response in both disasters as well as everyday operations. And so we wanted to talk to them today about how this broad communication strategy is impacting response and impacting the safety and well-being of the citizens of Texas City and, and certainly the school system. So thank you, gentlemen, for joining me today. Um, just to get started, can I get each of you to uh, introduce yourself and give a quick overview of your role in public safety here in Texas City? And Tom, we'll start with you. Yeah, good morning. Uh, Tom Munoz, as you stated, I am the Emergency Manager, Homeland Security Director for the City of Texas City. You know, in a nutshell, <clears throat> it is my responsibility to ensure the safety of the city, not only through natural disasters, but man-made disasters, such as the plants that we have, the chemical plants and so forth. And uh, just recently, I retired from the Coast Guard, so that was another emergency management piece that I managed. Uh, my last activation was Puerto Rico, so uh, as a commander out there, so got to see a lot. Um, so the responsibilities were basically the same, but different arenas, for sure. Thank you. Robert, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Robert Turner, Information Technology Director for the City of Texas City. Um, November will make five years for me here. My role... Uh, run the technology and make sure the lights stay on, uh, support Tom Munoz and what he can and, and interface with other departments as they need us, provide options, technology, and things of that nature. So. Great, great. Well, thank you. And uh, Mike, can you introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, Mike Matranga. I'm the Executive Director of Security and School Safety for Texas City ISD. Um, Texas City is a very unique, uh, has a very unique and diverse population, um, everything from a higher socioeconomic status to the lowest of socioeconomic statuses. Um, we've got 14 schools. Uh, we're in the process of building four new schools, and um, we have a roughly 9,200 kids uh, that we support here in the district. And it's my job to coordinate with our staff, our students, and our parents, uh, emergency operations and uh, school safety and security everything from integrated security systems with access controls to uh, some of our new uh, analytic cameras that we're installing and um, to develop systems that uh, allow for mass uh, notification using complex communications. That's great. We'd, I want to talk to you about all of those. So um, a little bit more about the, the you know, Texas City itself. Tell, tell me a little bit more about the size and scope and, and some of the risks that you guys face. Well, uh, as, as Mike mentioned and Robert mentioned, we have, we have a very unique city in the fact that we do have 19 plants industry-wise uh, that in the uh, risk model, you know, they, they vary from the top five products in the Department of Homeland Security list, uh, which is also a concern, a chemical release. 
and then uh, on top of the floods and, and hurricanes that we're dealt with. So it, it's once again, it is very unique. Population-wise, we're looking at about 50,000. However, the uniqueness comes with the fact that, you know, those that industry is embedded as part of our community. And so it's not like it's a separation. You know, something happens in those plants and, and we have to communicate with people. It's, it's very important. And a failure of communication could result, have some catastrophic results. Absolutely. Can I add on? Sure. So, you know, we talk about the uniqueness of, of Texas City and um, how we work together. Uh, I think that there's something very special that we have here. And, you know, being the, being the executive director of security for the schools, everybody's main focus right now is on active shooters. Well, that is a large part of what we do. But like Tom said, what makes us unique is we have a very large industry here that is the fabric of our society here that um, Tom and I have to also worry about where other districts or other cities don't have that combination of the school security aspect and the industry. And so, um, you know, we have to make sure that all of our bases are covered, both on, you know, the human side uh, regarding shootings and uh, those types of dangers that may pose. And then we have to worry about the industrial complex as well. So. It's important that we all understand that we are all, all on the same team. Though we have different titles, we have different um, employers, whether it be the City of Texas City or Texas City ISD, we're all the same team. And I think that that's the key in any type of emergency management or communications plan moving forward is that everybody has to be communicating. And if you can't communicate well um, because your system doesn't work, then you have issues. Absolutely. Regardless of how much training you have, it doesn't matter. Well, well said. And I know whole community has been a big buzzword for the past well, 10 years probably. <laughs> but, um, you know, that whole community, it, it, it encompasses the private sector, the, the families, the businesses, the whole thing. Um, Robert, I know that you guys have uh, implemented FirstNet across a wider range of departments than I've seen in a lot of uh, areas. So. Who all today is on FirstNet within the city? Right now, we have finished moving the police department over to FirstNet completely. Uh, the fire department is in the process of making that transition. Our public works department has also started to explore using FirstNet for their SCADA systems, uh, for push-to-talk capabilities. Um, our water department and sewer department are currently using that as we speak now. So. Um, you know, our, our public works department is probably the biggest department we have in the city, so there's there's a lot of use there. Wow, that that's a lot of use. And of course, you're coordinating it through the IT department. What role does the information uh, technology department play in, in the process? Uh, our biggest part is probably uh, evaluation of the product. Um, one of the first things we did when FirstNet came out was we, we spent about two days driving within our city limits testing speed test, signal test, call quality, things of that nature, uh, just vetting it to make sure it would work. And then we look at the technologies that our departments currently have and how we can improve them, how we can uh, make make the employee life better. So. Good. And FirstNet uh, must have tested out well in the coverage for your region. Greatly. Um, beat out a lot of other companies. Too, so. Good. I feel like that our plan with FirstNet is really 
taking uh, taking shape as far as the, the build out. So good that you you guys have already gotten it here. Um, if I could just get you to rate from one to five your experience with FirstNet so far, um, with one being the lowest and five the highest, what would you rate it? So far, I'd say we've had a good strong five. It's uh, anything that we've had to ask for, any kind of trouble. You know, it's it's been a resolution quickly found. It's we haven't had any issues. Great. Right now, now Mike, you um, have also decided to go with FirstNet as the school system. So, how did y'all make that choice? Um, when when I got here, you know, like I said, I realized coming from the background that I come from, I'm a former Secret Service agent, um, presidential counter assault, and presidential detail. Um, I realized the importance of communications. Uh, we've been in certain areas overseas where uh, the only lifeline we really had was our communications devices. And we, though we didn't have FirstNet, we had a similar system. And um, that, that gave me peace of mind, knowing that I did have that security blanket. In the event something happened, I was going to be able to reach out to someone. And so when I got here, uh, we have a, a, a great um, partnership with the Galveston County 911 District, and they do a great job. But one of the things that I did when I when I first got here was I evaluated the communications um, after Santa Fe, and after talking to Rob and after talking to Tom and Joe Bird, who's was uh, in Rob's position, uh, who works for me now, uh, they all responded to Santa Fe, and, and one of the takeaways, the biggest takeaway, was that communications was terrible. Nobody was communicating because they couldn't communicate. They couldn't get out. The network was down. And so having something as traumatic as that in our community already, I, I didn't want um, our first responders to have to feel that sense of desperation again. So um, what I did is I started asking, okay, is there something similar to the system that I had when we were with the Secret Service? And FirstNet came on board, and I learned a little bit more about FirstNet, and I feel very comfortable with the product. And so... You know, I was able to make the determination on my own uh, to go with FirstNet, and I think that it's been a great uh, decision. Uh, we look forward to a future partnership and growing with you guys, and um, I know that it makes our deputies, well, Galveston County deputies, but they work for the district, it makes them feel at ease knowing that they have a product that's going to be able to work in a time of need. Always. So, uh, you know, but we took it a step further, and what I wanted to do is I wanted to be able to communicate at a moment's notice with all of our administrators, not mm -hmm. just our, our police uh, that work with us. So, all of our administrators also have the FirstNet Sinom XP8 phones. Uh -huh. And so, you know, perfect example, we had an issue, I want to say it was in early September, we had our very first. Uh, false alarm of an active shooter. We we use a pretty uh, pretty good system through a company called Mutual Link, mm -hmm. and it's a rave app. Uh, rave is a company that they partner with, and it has the ability uh, to notify people. They send out a mass notification that there's an active shooter, or fire, or emergency medical, or staff assist, or whatnot. So we had our first um, false alarm, and within you know, a minute and a half, we had seven deputies on scene because of the quick response uh, and the effectiveness of FirstNet. 
And once we arrived on scene, we knew that uh, this was a false alarm. So within a matter of two or three minutes, I was able to take what could have possibly been our worst day to back down to a normal level and, and to let everyone breathe and kind of regroup. And so within a matter of three or four minutes, we went from the highest of high to the lowest of low because I was able to get on the FirstNet phone, talk to my administrators throughout the entire district, and bring everything right back down to normal within a matter of minutes. That's awesome. And that's really what we want to see yeah. happen. So it, it was great. I mean, I, we have a, a talk group set up, mm -hmm. and um, the talk group function uh, is amazing. Uh, I can talk to just my SLOs. I can talk to just the administrators, or I can talk to other specialty groups. But I do have a function on my phone that I can talk to everybody that's on FirstNet and tell them, hey, stand down or ramp up. And so that's how we were able to kind of calm that situation so fast as I got on that talk group. I went over the air, false alarm, stand down, false alarm, stand down. Within a matter of minutes, it was right back to normal. All the schools were back to normal operations, and it worked beautifully. So that's the RIVE app. But I know there's also the EPTT that uh, some departments are using. So this is two separate apps. Well, I use the EPT, uh, okay. EPTT uh -huh. to communicate to all the administrators. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. Initially, I was a little upset that there was an accident. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, when I sat back and I looked at I always look at everything. Well, was there any type of learning, um, you know, involved with that? And so... Of course, I stepped back and said, you know what, take a deep breath. Um, this is actually a good test for us. Yeah. You know, it wasn't pre-staged. We didn't know about it. And we responded well, and we were able to communicate. And we were able to put it to bed as fast as it went up and came right back down. Awesome. And that was using the EPTT function through FirstNet. Yeah. I was able to communicate across not only law enforcement lines, but administrative lines and put everything to rest. That's amazing. How, uh, how did y'all... Uh, evaluate EPTT. Did y'all did were you involved in that together, or independently, or how did it kind of come about? We evaluated it just for team communication between ourselves. Um, you know, and that that to add on to, to Mike's uh, incident there, you know that that was one of the quick responses. Is Joe Bird? You know, the EPTT works across organizations. So Joe actually notified us like, hey man, it's a false alarm. Tell you guys to slow the roll. Um, so it, it, it has its usage. Okay, good, good. Um, we were the first district to go with FirstNet in the state, but... Didn't know that. Yeah, we were. And I didn't even know until after we had decided to go with FirstNet that they were even considering... Which, right. I, I'll say, going, going back to Santa Fe, you know, act, we were actually in the process of testing FirstNet when Santa Fe happened. Mm -hmm. So when... Tom and myself arrived on, on site, we had FirstNet devices. We were one of the few people actually able to communicate because of that. Good. Um, so you've actually had the opportunity to see the congestion uh, management aspect of FirstNet. I'm, oh, I know that. Greatly. We had people next to us that getting busy telling they couldn't make a phone call. And <coughs> we were acting like nothing in the world was wrong. That's so. great. Yeah, and not to mention the service. I mean, you know, the fact that AT&T was there and, and we were able to ask for the cows and, and they were up there and running and, and you know, so the deployment was, was, was quite efficient and 
you know. Oh, we yeah. When we when we called our first net rep and said, hey, look, we we have a situation. We need coverage. We need capacity. Mm -hmm. It was within minutes. Yeah. Um, they they even brought down some iPads for us to use temporarily. I mean, there was there was no questions. There was no concerns. It was how can we help you? We love to hear that. Yeah. That's yeah. that's excellent. I will say when we rolled out our system to our administrators and our SLOs uh, prior to the school year, um, you know, I, I could not have been happier with the service that we received. It, it truly was a white glove rollout, and it made us feel special, like they really appreciated our business and our decision. So uh, I've had nothing but good things to say about FirstNet and AT&T. <coughs> um, you know, one of the things that Tom touched on a little bit was, was during Santa Fe, the deployment of the cow. And you know, one of the things that I did before I made the final decision to go with FirstNet was I did contact other providers, and we were discussing, you know, the rollout of cows in the event that we had an emergency and some of the prices um, that I received and quotes I received to just deploy a single cow were just incredible, you know. And I, I recall speaking to a very large provider uh, who had quoted me upwards to $100,000 to a cow in the event we had an emergency mm -hmm. and so um, you know that was one of the other sticking points and selling points with me with FirstNet is they had the same capabilities if not a better capability and you know the cow was, would be deployed at no extra cost it was included in the price and, and um, you know in the time of crisis though we were not really sitting back counting beans but you know in the end it makes a difference and it shows you that it's, or it shows people like myself and Tom and Rob that it's not about the money. It's truly about saving lives. It's truly about being able to communicate and getting people the help that they need. I got to echo that. I think I'm very blessed to have the type of teamwork that sometimes might be unique in some other areas. But when I meet with the FirstNet representatives, one thing that struck me is that they don't tell me what I want to hear. They tell me what I have to hear. And that makes a big difference in our in our world. And I'll tell you why. Because I have to rely on what's being told to me. And so I think that component has been met with there is a responsibility that they take. And, and there's also the accountability that you take very serious. I know, you know, Robert's always on the phone. If there's even just a question, there's not. You actually have a person that you're talking to, not dial one for this or dial two for that. Say least on my piece, it's short. Before you actually take up the technology, take the time to do a, a true review. Don't don't just sit in your office with the phone and play with it and go home and play with it. That that was one of our biggest things. Drive your entire your entire district. Make sure it actually works. Go into a couple of the schools. Make sure it works. Go into a couple of buildings like HEB or something. And make sure it works. Mm -hmm. that, that was our biggest thing. That's a good point. Bet you, Tom. I think I have to echo what Robert says, but I think from the emergency management standpoint is <clears throat> understanding the product and, and knowing what your objectives are, you know, the communication piece, but at the same token, get the experts in the room that know that product, building that relationship with your, I don't like to use the word vendor because I think at this point it becomes part of your team, like we do have here, you know, on first name basis. So I think understanding who you're going to be working with, getting to know that product, making sure you get the support that's needed. And once again, do your research, because at the end of the day, that is that product 
that is going to make life saving a lot easier for you? So I think from my perspective, you know, I like to use imagery. I would say, I would tell that person that was considering it to picture the worst day that they could possibly have, a parkland, a Santa Fe, a Columbine, or whatever, and you're there to make decisions. And the communications, which is the most important aspect of the whole pie, isn't working. Now, picture the ability to have that communications piece and know that it's going to work and know that you're going to effectively be able to get assets there and you could potentially save lives. The next question would be, can you afford not to do this? And I think that when, when people stop and really think about that, that puts things into perspective. So that would be my advice to this. Well, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate this. This has been really uh, a great conversation and, and one that, you know, we need to hear. We need this kind of not only just uh, your experience with the, the service, but also, you know, your experience just with, with incidents and talking through how communications is important. So I really do appreciate it. I hope you'll let me come back in a few Absolutely. months yeah. and ask more questions because we're going to come, we're going to formulate some ideas and then we'll be, we'll be coming, you know, feedback loop with, with, uh, how we build a better product for all of us. Absolutely. You know? Thanks for listening today. We're excited to have you join our podcast community. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You can learn more about the First Responder Network Authority at FirstNet.gov and learn about FirstNet products and services at FirstNet.com.